The next segment on Ahava is a very interesting one. It's Tanya Perek Nun, Tanya chapter 50, which is called Tagbedes Hazav Alakesav. Love that comes from gold rather than comes from silver. What that means basically is, as I explained in my very first segment on Ahava, that Ahava has one basic downside. And that is the chayr of nimshech acharacha kamayim. Love is compared to water. Water is, is an element that bonds, but the bond is soft, it's not very hard. Which means that love can be a very strong emotion, but it's not the strongest emotion. It's relatively speaking weak. Gvura, on the other hand, which we normally associate with yira, is stronger than love. Or to say it in psychological words, Fear is stronger than love, and hate is even stronger than fear. A negative emotion is a very strong motivator, it's a, it's a, or, a, or a bonder, a, a connector, far stronger than a positive motivation. That's the problem with love. In Tanya chapter 50, the Altarebbe brings a love that's based on gvura, based on gold, right? Kesef and Zav, silver and gold, is white and red, so this is chesed, is silver, and Zahav is gold, respectively, so it's normally Ava and Yira. Here you have a love which is associated with gold. In short, Ava Ketakbedes is Ava Lakesef means where a person creates love based on his will. It's against his nature. It's not natural for him to love. It's not natural for him to love this thing. And he overcomes his nature not to love with will. And when a person overcomes his will, to, his nature to love with a will, and he wills himself to want something, to desire something, which is the foundational definition of the word ava, ava, want. With this will, this will, because it's not coming from the love characteristic of the person, it's coming from the will characteristic of the person. Love is an emotion, love is a mida, love is measured, love is limited, will is infinite. And a love motivated by will can have an advantage over a love uh, which is based on the nature of love. Now in Tanya, the Alter Rebbe does not give an example for this, but in Kutatayri he does, and it's also brought in Ayin Beis. And it's fascinating. And this is a love from a husband to a wife, Ishvi Isha. The logic to this is as follows. In Hasidus, we talk about two basic kinds of love, conditional love and unconditional love. Conditional love means I don't love you, I love what you and I share, our common interest. And if our common interest is broken, if you and I both enjoy music and one of us lose interest in music, then we don't love each other anymore because we don't love what we loved, what we shared. And then there's unconditional love. As a rule, the marshal, the metaphor for unconditional love is biological kin. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, fathers and daughters, mothers and sons, and brothers and sisters. This is called an avativis, a natural love, which I'm going to do in a subsequent segment. This is considered an infinite love. It's considered an infinite love because it's really loving self. Biologists, behavioral biologists, and evolutionary biologists will explain it based on a, a, a strategy of preservation of genes, right? If my sister survives, my genes survive by half. And that kind of evolutionary survivalist idea. 
which means everything is reciprocal, everything is selfish, and this is my self-interest. But of course, Hasidus has a very different idea about love and about uh, sacrifice. We believe in altruism, which uh, evolutionary biology cannot believe in because the very definition of the term is selfish. And Hasidus therefore explains that the biological law between a father and a son it's based on the fact that they have the same soul, the same essence, the same personality. Those are three different things, by the way. Soul, essence, personality. And when a father loves his son, he's essentially loving himself. So the love is the ultimate of selfishness and the ultimate of selflessness. Because you love so unconditionally, you love without any limit. So the love between parents and children is the best example of a love that is ready, that, is, that has within itself a readiness for complete sacrifice because the children are a part of the parent. A lower level is the love of children to parents. Rashi says children never love parents where parents love children and life has borne that out too painfully. But children and parents also have a love that's etzem. They're the same core, same essence, the same soul, the same personality and therefore the love can be very unconditional. As the Zayar says, Keben, Derocham, Lavui, Ve'ime, Maser, Garmei, Maser, Nafshei, Lemisa, right? And even the love between biological siblings is considered an unconditional love because they have the same soul, the same essence, the same personality. But it's different. A husband and wife are not allowed to be kin. They have to be strangers. Biologically and halachically. And therefore there isn't a natural love. There's a love that's based on, if you will, getting to know each other learning about each other, which means it's a conditional love. You love that person because of what that person is able to do for you. Now the Zoya does speak about Palgegufa, the idea that on the soul level they're really one soul, but on the human psychological level they're separate. Fact is that the love between a husband and wife can be stronger than any love, even the love between parents and children. So Hasidah says that that love doesn't come from the heart, it comes from will. A person can will himself into loving something that he doesn't naturally love even more than the things he loves the most naturally. So this is very interesting because it's external. Meaning to say, it's not a natural love. I'm not loving, a person doesn't love his spouse because they're one. A person loves his spouse as another, as a separate. But the on the will of a person is so strong that can create a bond between two people that are biologically not the same, that's deeper even than loved in parents and children. And that's the meaning of this expression, uh, that an, a love which is not natural, which is not based on an inner atmiyazdika bond, can exceed any atmiyazdika bond by will alone. So the Altareb in Tanya says that we can have that kind of relationship with God also. Which means there are all different kinds of love that a human being can have for God. Limited love unlimited love, natural love, intellectually based love, as I explained in the earlier segments and in the subsequent segments. And then there is a notion where a person can develop a love for God, which is not about his nature and his personality, neither his teva nor his seichel, but the ratzen. A person can will himself into loving God even though it's not at all in his nature to love, and he can achieve a degree of love for God which is so strong that even though it's a it's an externally created bond, it can exceed the powers of the bond that exists between a Jew and God on the level of Etzim. To use classic terms, a Jew has a Yechida, 
which makes him one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that creates an Abba Atzmas, a love for God, that's Etzim. I love God because God and I are one. There is a notion of Takbedas Hazav Esef, that I can create a love for God as a separate entity from God, using my will, that can be even stronger than the Atzmiyazdika love that a person has with Alakus, because he and the Abish that are one of the Madreg of the Yechid. Now how you would measure why this is stronger than this is difficult, but this is a point that Hasidus makes. It's written in Tanya originally, and it's mentioned in the Maimorim. We have it in Samach Vov, where the Rebbe Rashab uses the expression Kach Yoasa. Kach Yoasa means the passion is missing, the emotional connection is missing, but there's a will that is equal to des- deserving of a love which has absolutely no limits. And the way I understand it, I didn't look it up this morning, I remember this from years ago, is that this is a love that a person creates in himself, not based on the fact that he has a nature to love, or there's a nature to love God, but based on his will. The will of a person can bring a person into a space, there's dedication to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is beyond even the deep, deepest dedication that would come from Teva, based on will, as if he or she loved the Eibishter infinitely. And this is called Takbeir HaZav HaLakesah. 